Okay, so back in 2007, right after my brother Tony passed away, I started having these really uh, bizarre dreams. And I did not understand them at the time, but a lot of them were the result of grief. And it was a result of spiritually things coming out that I just simply was not aware of. And it was a result of, you know, witchcraft being in my background from my ancestors. And it was a result of also of let's just say some angelic things. Now, one particular dream that sticks out at me that I want to focus on for this particular chapter is a dream where my brother was talking to me and I had many dreams where he was alive, where he wasn't passed away. But this particular dream, he was talking to me and he was kind of doing some stretches around his neck, kind of like when, you know, when your neck feel is kind of bothering you and, and he was talking like it was any regular day and he was telling me that um, in a dream that I needed to dig him up from the grave. And I said, why? He said, because I'm uncomfortable. And so he said something was just wrong with his neck. He said, I'm telling you, you need to. Um, the exact word that he said to me was, um, what is it when you dig people up from the grave? I, I can't think of the exact word right now because I'm just not. In that mind frame, I don't really like to be in that mind frame as much as I don't like this particular subject. But he said, I'm telling you, you need to dig me up. Just like you and I are talking, just a regular speech. And I remember when I woke up from this dream, I was thinking, what if he was right? What if something's really going on where I need to dig him up? And I just kind of, that kind of stayed with me in my spirit. I didn't really understand it. But eventually I had to dismiss that. Because the truth is, if I uh, acted on that, that would have caused a problem um, above and beyond that I can't even imagine. But I know he was just saying, ooh, ooh, ooh. He just was just, oh, the way he exaggerated things when he was alive was actually very entertaining. He would just say, oh, I'm just so uncomfortable. I'm telling you, it's just, it's awful uh, being in this casket. <laughs> and it was just unbelievable to me. So, you know, in my dreams, is is very commonplace for me to uh, discuss or things to be around death, but you know, particularly with my brother was new in my dreams. And I, I remember waking up thinking, you know, I wish I was not having dreams with him related to death, but I was now. So let's just say that I'm fast forwarding up until this year, 2018. So that was 2007, 2018, 2018. So many things have changed in my life spiritually. And I understand things a whole lot better now. And things have really distinguishingly changed. And I've had like a ton of revelation. So one day, I want to say this was probably several months ago. I was watching a show on television. It comes in the Travel Channel called Mysteries at the Museum. It's absolutely my favorite show. They take artifacts from museums all around the world and they explain what they mean. And they give you like a dramatic performance of the history behind it. And it's some of the most amazing things you never, ever imagine. Uh, true stories. It's very educational. So I, I watch it. I can watch it all night, literally over and over and over again. So basically that and the news are two shows that I watch all the time. But one particular show I saw where um, I can't think of the actual artifact that was in the museum that they were discussing. But it was around, um, I want to say, the early 1900s or late 1800s, a very haunted time. Uh, as you know, in history, that was a very hunted time. But there was a family where a young lady became stricken with an illness. And I think it was TBs or something like that. Either way, she was stricken with an illness and she passed away. 
and they buried her. And so shortly after that, her mother passed away. And then after that, I think it was like two other of her siblings passed away and the family thought that, okay, something's really wrong. And they thought that maybe our family is cursed. And they, and back during that time, they really thought that um, people sometimes were vampires. And what they did was that maybe the first person that passed away or maybe the second person had something that created a curse that made all the other ones sick too. So they went back and they dug up the mother who was, they didn't see a problem, but they dug up the daughter who had passed away first. And what they found was that, um, you know, I guess during that time you had to look at like the heart or something. But the first thing they found was that the daughter was turned over sideways in her grave. And um, they could not find a logical explanation for that. And one of the things they said was that maybe when they put the casket in the grave, she turned over, they dropped it or something like that. And then the other thing was, which they did not have a logical explanation for, was that they cut her and opened up her heart. And what they found was that her heart had fresh blood in it. Now, this person had died, I mean, it could have been months, maybe a year prior. Either way, when you pass away, the uh, blood does not, it's not no longer red anymore. It kind of, it kind of like separates and it's, it's not oxygenated and it turns black and it doesn't move or anything, but they found fresh red blood pump pumping almost uh, like it was fresh and still pumping in her heart. I'm not sure. Honestly, I don't think the heart was moving. That would be really, really, really crazy. But it was just a fresh heart with blood in it. And so they've said they found the cause of death and what they did, uh, death for all of the siblings. So this is what they supernaturally believe. And so what they did was that they ended up actually um, setting her heart on fire and setting her on fire so that she couldn't cause any more damage. Now, that really resonated with me because... I couldn't find an explanation for that, but I know what the Holy Spirit was speaking to me about that. And one of the things the Holy Spirit said to me was that, you know, there's, there's a, that's a fact. Obviously, they found fresh blood because it was documented. But also the Holy Spirit said that happens to a lot of people. He said a lot of people go to their grave as a result of witchcraft or things that had not were not supposed to be done in the family line or somewhere down the line. They go to result. Uh, they go to their grave. As a result of untimely death, because this was a young lady that died, I don't know if she was in her late teens, I, I have no idea how old she was, early 20s maybe, and he said that many people have gone to their graves with, with their heart still with fresh blood, and that's not supposed to happen. That is absolutely a result of witchcraft. Well, you know, um, and after that, right after I watched that, right after the Holy Spirit revealed that to me. So many other episodes and things I saw online kept popping up. So, for example, you know, during that time, the time frames of the 1800s, 1700s, early 1900s, people did believe in supernatural vampires or whatever. People also believed that sometimes people died and they came back to life. Now, obviously, they were not alive, so it's more like the undead, right? And what they would do if someone had an untimely death, they would put rocks in their mouths and the people have found skulls with big fat rocks in their mouths. And that would be to keep whatever vampire spirit that would come from bringing that um, that physical body back up out of the grave. And that is called the undead. And it's, it's very um, it's very freaky, but it's also very true. And so um, 
I'm going to fast forward this to um, another revelation the Holy Spirit gave me about this whole process of the undead and how um, horrible it is for, you know, we don't realize what our ancestors have done. But you've, this is why it's important to cut ties with whatever sins our ancestors have done. Because not only do those sins of witchcraft cause untimely deaths, but a lot of things can happen that um, res- that comes as a result of our dreams and visions and just things that just don't make any kind of sense. So I had that dream about my brother back in 2007 for a reason. And that particular dream stuck out to me for a reason. Something was wrong there something was not adding up and why would he come and tell me something like that in a dream and that's not anything I could have made up myself because when you have a loved one that passed away you don't want them to um be uh I guess the word is you want them to be alive you don't want to associate them with the grave period so having a dream with him associating himself with that is once again goes back to witchcraft so um Recently, I went to the King Tut exhibit, which is in LA, and this had to be a couple of months ago. And, you know, um, the exhibit was very, very interesting. But several things stuck out to me when I went into that exhibit. As I walked in there, I started feeling things I hadn't felt since I was a child, um, things that I felt in my bedroom. It was a really dark wickedness. And I just haven't, I think when I started feeling it, it was almost a nostalgic feeling because it was very, very spiritual. And I was thinking to myself, why am I feeling this? And I, I, I tried to dismiss it, but it wasn't until I started reading the writings on a lot of the um, the Egyptian art that they had there, uh, the Book of the Dead and all that kind of stuff that they had. And the Holy Spirit said to me, don't read it, especially out loud, because you're reading off curses and these curses are of the dead and these are witchcraft curses. And just along with that and right there at that moment, it's like someone turned the lights on. I started feeling a terrible wickedness that I could not explain. And it was just a, such a deep, profound evil there. And one of the things the Holy Spirit said to me was that these people, not only were they into witchcraft, but this is what the first version of what, if there was ever witchcraft, they kind of like invented it. They were really deep into it. And it was just an evil I cannot explain to you. Now, um, I remember looking at uh, the King Tut Cursophagus sort of thing. I, I don't even know if it was actually him or some part of him, but it was like him. And um, they showed how he was found buried. And he was found buried under several vaults. I mean, it was like a vault inside a vault, inside a vault, inside a vault, inside a vault, inside a vault. And I'm not over-exaggerating. These vaults had chains on them. And it was just unusual because, you know, there was a mystery behind how he died and the Holy Spirit revealed that to me, that, you know, he was murdered, of course. And there was just an untimeliness about his death. They hurried up and buried him. And, you know, of course, they was, there was no, um, you know, when pharaohs back during that time, they always worked on their burial site, their their pyramid, you know, wherever they're going to be buried their, their entire lives. So basically, when King Tut was buried, it was not finished. So... Everything seemed to be rushed for whatever reason, but it just felt like there was no peace surrounding his death. So 
I was looking at it and it was just fascinating. But one of the things that just didn't work well for me was why did he have to be buried under so many vaults? I mean, a vault within the vault, within the vault, within the vault, within the vault. And just recently, the Holy Spirit <laughs> revealed to me and he said, you know why? It's amazing because when you think about witchcraft, the, 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 the horrificness is, it, it, you can, it's never, nothing prepares you for how, how horrific witchcraft is. And he said, you know why? Because they wanted to ensure he didn't come back as an undead. And, you know, I find that to be um, not only just disturbing, but I find it to be very true. And it's very, it's a fact that he was buried under so many vaults and even with a chain. And obviously if he came back as an undead, it was a threat and I believe during that time, if someone came back as an undead, it was it must have been it, it had to shake the whole place. It was nothing like someone putting a rock inside of a mouth or someone being buried like, you know, back in the 1800s, 1700s. Nothing like that. You know, they turned over in their grave. They must have came back with some kind of kick that just disrupted the whole catastrophe. And I'm sorry, the whole atmosphere there that caused the catastrophe. But um these are pretty disturbing revelations, but they're much needed revelations that I believe the public needs to know about. I believe people need to understand that. And also, I put this out here because you have to understand there is no logical explanation to the supernatural. There's no how and there's no why. It just is. Now, the things that I'm telling you, they are all documented. They're all documented. What's not documented is what I'm telling you the Holy Spirit is telling me, this, which is why I'm writing the book, so that this can be documented as well. Uh, this is true, straight from the Holy Spirit, and these are the only things that can give you relief, okay, relief in those kinds of things. I don't want you to focus on how horrific witchcraft is, um, but I want you to know about it, and I want you to understand it, because you must break off ties with your ancestors. It doesn't have to be witchcraft. It could be anything, anything that your ancestors did, did that was evil and not of God. You could be suffering from that today, which is very important that you understand that you break it off from your mother's side and your father's side, and you repent. You repent as well. It is so, um, so much needed. And, you know, I, I don't, as much as I don't like this chapter, the undead, I feel that it's a much needed chapter in our history. And I feel like, you know, uh, there are many people in their graveyards, in the graveyard, in their graves uh, that are undead. And, um, you know, I, I'm pretty sure, and as, as much as it hurts my heart, I'm pretty sure my brother is one of them. And so I would not tell you this if I did not believe it was true. And um, if he had not come to me in that dream, like the way he did, I wouldn't be saying this. But it was not him. You understand? It was a familiar spirit posing as him. At the time, it did a really good job because I believed it was him, which is evil in and of itself. I want you to understand what familiar spirits are. They're not real. They pose as people, but they're demonic. And a lot of us have dreams about people that have passed away. And there are dreams that are very angelic and they give us peace and that's wholesome and that's the Holy Spirit. But then there are dreams that don't give us peace. So that particular dream when he's telling me to dig him up, that was not peaceful and that was not God. So I want you to recognize the difference between what is God and what is not God. And um, it's important because our dreams, they really do speak to us and they tell us a whole lot and they are very, 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 very important.
I um I want you to remember Luke ten nineteen. God gives us all power and authority over the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt us. So I want you to understand you have authority over this. Does it is it horrific? Yes. Will it shake you and rock you up? Might, but do not fear it. Do not fear it. The only thing you have to fear is the fear itself. But the power of the Holy Spirit is wholesome, it's peaceful. It is him who protects us and who covers us from all of this. It is him that gives us the mind of Christ to impa- to literally uh, put this thing under our feet. Okay. So not to get um, too preachy about that, but I, I know this particular story gives you the heebie-jeebies. Uh, trust me, I understand it. I've been living it most of my life, but um, the, the Holy Spirit gives me much peace about it. Uh, So I want you to stay tuned and remember, these are true stories straight from the Holy Spirit, and I will see you in the next chapter.